0: The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Beck Dental Care, Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their orthoquick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net.
1: It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao.
2: Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, JP Plant, with you here as always. Coming to you from each of our humble abodes, having a lot of fun today. Even though we have had some issues here and there, I am on a holy a whole different system today than I have in the last two days mo lost connection on uh on that second segment it's just you know we have to work through some things we're, we're having to deal with adversity here mo and, and you know sometimes to be able to talk about and report on football and basketball teams dealing with adversity you have to go through a little bit as well <laughs>
0: <laughs> it it helps you understand the folks that you're dealing with, I guess. So yeah, that's, that's one way to look at it. Speaking of, speaking of dealing with adversity, um, our guest on the parks motor sales hotline right now is music city fire, indoor football coach, Joe Campbell. Um, entering his second season in that position. But I think they got maybe two games in last year because of the adversity that they had to deal with with the um, the outbreak of the coronavirus pandemic. Coach Campbell, good morning. Good morning, guys. How's everybody doing? <laughs> Everybody's good, man. Um, take us back to, to last March. How many games did y'all get in last year?
3: Well, that's what I was gonna do. When I was gonna correct you uh, because I'm right now contemplating on retirement. Retiring. We played one game. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go out one and zero, uh, and we played. We was able to play one game, and then COVID hit, and uh, we didn't get to finish the season. And um, you know, it, it was it was frustrating because it, while I'm harping on on the guys not. Going back to last year, and you know, we, we did put a pretty good product out on the field, and we was able to beat uh, the, the Ironman, West Michigan Ironman, who were picked to win it uh, last year and had not lost a, had only lost one home game in three years. So we went up there and was able to beat up on them pretty good, and uh, that just sent the, you know, it, it went through the roof, and then it was all of a sudden they just cut the lights out. <laughs>
2: It's uh, unfortunate when you have to deal with stuff like that. I know the, the, the West Michigan Ironmen have they, they've played in a couple different leagues and have been very successful in those leagues. Uh, what league will you guys be playing in in the upcoming season, Coach? The AAU, which is the same, the exact same league we played in last year. Now, what scares me is because,
3: you know, people get excited. I mean, winning cures everything, and, and – it wasn't. I don't think it was just. It was the fact that we won that that first game. But I was more concerned with how we looked as an outfit going into the first game. So you know, even if we had lost, you know, when you're when you're a new franchise, you want to put a good product out on the field. Like you know, if everybody's supposed to go right, we want to be going right. You know what I mean? If we don't want mismatched uniforms or miss, you know, we want to look like a good outfit. And I, I think it starts there. So, you know, when I go from, I, I kind of go from the ground up, you know, foundation, everything. And so we looked like a 10-year a, a franchise. And I think when you look good and play play well, uh, I think it took, the, the, the league was taken aback. I mean, I looked at the uh, the, the social media page for the league. Everybody's like, who is who is this New City team? And, you know, yada, yada. So we, we've had, uh, offers from the, I think the next league up is like the old arena one type level. And, uh, they wanted us to move up and I'm like, Hey, hold on, hold on easy that big guy. So, you know, we want to make sure we can come out and, um, kind of recapture that magic. But at the same time, I want the guys to understand that it's not just, you know, you got to go out and do it again.
1: Joe, I believe we have, uh, may have temporarily lost our connection okay. with Chris and Mo JP here with you, uh, as, as you're talking about, um, you know, the, the opportunity to to move up or not to move up. Um, how much of a process is that, though, uh, in those decisions? That can't be an easy thing, and there's got to be a lot of preparation it, it, that goes into something like that, correct?
3: Right, exactly, and it's not an easy thing. And, uh, you know, uh, our owner, I was talking with, with him, and, and, you know, I always told him Bobby divorces. That I said, listen, you know, he, he's a young guy, and he's really excited, and I said, listen, I'm going to your money the way I would spend my money and so you know we have to look at it and and I said you know moving up would be it, it, it it's a two-headed sword you know what I'm saying I mean you, you, you never know and I said if you if you want to sit and stay at this level and and get some roots you know let some roots grow in I'm not gonna be mad at you I said you know we, we don't want to put the cart before the horse we want to I, I like I like everything even Steven I like steady I'm fine with steady I don't have to be through the roof I don't want to be through the roof and I don't want to be you know under the ground but I like steady and so I said I think if we come and play next year with the way I thought we were going to finish out the first year if we As do that the second year then you make the him look into moving up but I said I you know I want to I want to make sure we're solid before we do anything like that
1: all right Joe I believe we have Chris and Mo back with us uh, Chris and Mo you guys uh back in you want to continue your conversation with Joe Campbell? Yes and
0: yeah yeah we we are back and we do want to continue our conversation with Joe um All right thanks, thanks for bearing man with us. <laughs> Yeah yeah um Joe what what prompted me to reach out to you apparently you guys have tryouts this weekend
3: Right uh we we do have a kind of an open a uh, trial where we want to get a look at you know you never stop looking for talent and uh, I thought we overall we put a you know, we put a pretty good product out on the field, but there's always a couple of areas where you want. We we actually lost our dad, gum PJ. We, uh, we we lost our quarterback. You know, and uh, he played so well that uh, a, a, pro, a professional team from I think Germany signed him. So when I was feeling great about my quarterback situation, now all of a sudden he's gone, and so we got to get a we, we need a quarterback. You know, I, I always. I was a skilled guy, but I, I'm always partial to the linemen. So uh we actually lost a lineman or two and looking for some linemen and you know, so just a couple of things if we can plug him in and let him play be great. But yeah, we're gonna gonna get a look at some guys Sunday.
0: Okay. When 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 you refer to PJ, you're you're referring to PJ Settles, former Ensworth quarterback who played collegiately at center, is that right?
3: Uh, where did PJ uh I think so. I think so.
0: Yeah,
3: uh, PJ. So, uh, I called him. He had, he had yellow cleats when I. <laughs> it took me about a month to learn PJ to remember PJ's name because he. <laughs> it's amazing what <laughs> winning to do. I mean, he had yellow cleats on, so I just called him yellow shoes. Uh, and I don't know if I'm, yeah, uh, you know, CT or what. So it's hard for me to remember stuff. So I just called him yellow shoes. But I I, I remember his name after that first game. I tell you that <laughs> he played a hell of a game. What are you,
0: what are you guys looking like at quarterback? I mean, I'm sure you've you've developed some options since his departure, but um, what what have you come up with there?
3: Uh, Mo, right now, maybe me or you could play quarterback. Oh. We we don't have anything right now. Therein lies the challenge. Uh, you know, man, hey, we've Chris, got a bunch of hopefuls. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, don't say that because Chris will try to suit up and call his own plays, man. I mean, he – That guy is the uh, Tom, he's the Tom, he's a poor man's Tom Brady. A very poor man's Tom Brady.
1: uh,
3: Chris, Chris thinks he, one thing Chris is not uh, short of is confidence now. I'm going to tell you, and I'm so happy to have Chris, man. Chris, you know, when when I got this gig, it was, it was kind of, you know, we were going back and forth, going back and forth. And I was like, yeah, you know, I don't have time. I got, you know, my other five boys and four of them playing ball, playing ball, Harry Potter's not playing. But, you know, I got my other four boys playing ball, and I'm going to practice here, and me and my wife are having to meet up, switch kids, switch cars, and do stuff. So I just didn't think I had the time. And uh, so when I got the gig, they said, listen, you know, because uh, they already had a guy that was going to do it. That didn't work out. So they was like, well, we got these coaches. You know, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it right. So I had a complete staff already in mind. And so they was like, well, "Can you just get a look at these guys? Because you know we got them on the contract now. If you want to fire them, it's all on you, Joe. But we really like to just start out." So I said, "Listen, I said I'll take a look at the guys. I said all it does is buy me another year on my contract. Because if I lose with your guys, that doesn't count for me. So you know, I wasn't gonna keep anyone, any of them. So I got looked at Chris, and he's so silly and goofy, man, and and he keeps he keeps everything." funny, and uh, he actually turned out to be a good play caller, which kind of shocked me, you know what I'm saying, because was just so silly, but uh, I have ultimate confidence in Chris. Uh, I like what I do on defense. I put myself up against anybody, so you know, that first game looked well, so uh, but we want to keep Chris in on the sideline. We don't want him souping up at all.
0: <laughs> you do have one um, one local guy who I know that you and I have talked about and you're pretty excited about having back, and that's um, the that's receiver, Dre Hall, from here in Columbia.
3: Oh, yeah, man. I, I love Dre. Trey. Dre uh, Trey is one of those guys. He He's like a – because here's what I had most. Coming at the beginning, I don't know if any of these guys can play. You understand? I, I hadn't. I'm new to everybody. I hadn't seen them play. Uh, everybody looks good with shorts on and helmets, you know. And so uh, Dre came out. We had a guy, uh, was pa- Patrick, who played at Tennessee State, who had a monster of a game that first game, and then you got Dre, who just Dre is just solid. He, he you know, he's just a guy that's gonna. He's gonna catch you know he's gonna have his six seven eight catches you know it, it may not be in the uh, in the uh unique fashion that patrick had his but he just i just feel so when i look out on the field and dre's out there i feel good and safe so yeah i'm gonna i look forward to having dre man and he's a great guy great guy uh he had a little surgery and he was he had surgery on his finger and he was you know telling me i right, Coach, I'm probably going to miss this. one. we had a workout that we we're going to do. And he's like, he was all nervous. I'm like, I said, man, let's get your finger right. I'm not worried about, i worry about a lot of things. Dre's not one of them.
0: <laughs> Joe, when you mentioned that everybody looks good in shorts, it reminded me that you, um, you played for the inimitable Boots Donley at MTSU, uh, yeah. where, where both of y'all are in the Hall of Fame. But, yeah, what do you feel like as a coach you take from? Having played for Boots,
3: oh goodness, uh, so much, Mo, um, and and you know when I talk about Coach Donnelly, it, it's uh, we actually supposed to be going to lunch Monday. Um, I talk, I like to talk about because there's a lot of guys that when they talk about a coach, they say he was like a father to me, and Coach Donnelly, wasn't like a father to me because I had a great father, but he was an extension he was more like an extension of the great father that I had. You know, does that make sense? I don't know if you know mm-hmm. it, so it wasn't a story of the kid with no I wasn't a story of the kid with no dad that needed, you know, the the, the the great white hope to come in and save my black behind. You know what I mean? Like my father was great. And he and Coach Dolly saw Ida to there on everything. And so when I, I never did when I signed with Middle, he was like, oh man, that guy's crazy. Why are you going up there? And he's this and that. And, you know, so I looked and I said, well, you know, he he can't shoot me anything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, he has a football. I'm going to run it. And to the best of my ability, and hopefully we'll be able to meet in the middle somewhere. And when I, when I met Coach Don, I mean, everything that he was asking of his players and his team was the same things that my father would ask of me. You know, he was a disciplinarian, but. I was already used to that. So the things that I picked up from Coach Dollar, I would say, is one, uh, you know, he, he loved an under, he loved the underdog, and so I don't mind taking a chance on a guy that's that's hungry, that's an underdog. Another thing was his toughness, and then it helps when you hear about like a lot of times people have these coaches, and you don't know, you know, I always look, look like to check a coach's bio, like you know, before you start yapping at me, what did you do, you know. And, uh, man, I heard Coach Donald was one of the toughest DBs. He was one of the toughest football players that made. So, uh, I think, you know, discipline, uh, always pulling for the underdog, and preparation is, is the three things that I learned most from Coach Donald. And I'm thankful to him for that.
2: Speaking with Joe Campbell on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, Joe is the head coach for the Music City Fire of the American Arena League now. Anybody who's listened to this show knows that I have a vast extensive knowledge of minor league <laughs> indoor football leagues and um like you said coach as much as we know the NFL is a quarterback game there's no other professional football league that uh is so dependent on the quarterback than indoor football so oh,
1: really ho- right. really
2: hoping that your uh <laughs> Your, your situation gets better. When do you guys expect to start your season? Probably, uh, what is this? actually,
3: well, we're supposed to start late March. Uh, we started March the 6th last year, and we're set. I don't know the exact date. We've got a full schedule, and it's not right in front of me. But uh, I think it's like the last week of March, maybe the last weekend of March we're supposed to start. Now, we've got a full schedule. Uh, we're ready to, we'll be ready to roll. Uh, COVID may have something. I'm hoping COVID doesn't interfere, but as you know, that thing is that COVID deal is fluid and changes every day. And um, our home venue, with is Williamson County Ag Building, they know we're set to go. Uh, so hopefully, you know, now we, we have to abide by all the statutes and the rules and everything that each city has, and it's going to be tough. Uh, but we're, we're ready to go, and we've got a full uh, full schedule <laughs> and ready to, ready to get started.
2: So you do expect to be able to play at the Ag Expo Center as of right now? As of right now, we do. Uh, now, Fantastic. I, I could get off the phone with you guys
3: and <laughs> that could change today, <laughs> you know, unfortunately. But as of right now, we, we're we're expecting to go. And I just, I can't wait. Uh, I, You know, like I said, I was very hesitant, hesitant on doing this. And man, it just, you know, when you're a competitor, I, I, I was, it, once I started doing this, I said, this is what I was missing in my life. You know, i got my, my life is full of beautiful kids, beautiful wife, and everything. This is what I was missing. And so I was so happy and excited to get back out there, man. I had to take a moment when we did the, uh, the introductions at the first game. And I was like, man, this is what I was missing. So hopefully we'll be ready to roll when the season starts.
2: And your coaching staff will still include, uh, You'll have Michael Reese as your receivers coach, Cromwell Stewart as defensive backs, and Ahmad Childress doing uh, as your line coach and assistant head coach. Is that correct, along with Chris Hughes?
3: That's that is correct. And our main goal is to keep Chris Hughes out of uniform and on the sideline.
2: <laughs> For now. Um I, For now, you but... might you might take Ahmad Childress though. <laughs> you <Hey, laughs> might put have him
3: Listen, if we could do like on the Wizard of Oz and put his heart into somebody, we would have to do that. Have you seen Ahmad walk? I mean, man, he's <laughs> beat up worse than I am, man. <laughs> Ahmad is, you know, Ahmad definitely needs some joint replacements and some, you know, some love and some ligament love and everything, man. That dude is, you know, God bless him. I, I thought I was bad. I, I never forget one day at practice. You know, we were done practicing and we had a, a guy that came in to speak to the team. And I looked over at Ahmad. Man, and he was in so much pain. I went and got him a chair so he could sit down. And you're talking to the guy that's had one hip replaced, bone on bone, in my tail for my back, and my other, my right hip needing to be replaced. I looked at Ahmad, you know, and I went and got him a chair. So, yeah, I, if we could put his heart and his mind in somebody else, we'd be ready to roll because with that body, of is, it wouldn't last for uh, warm ups.
2: Uh, no doubt. But he was, a, he was he was a warrior, man. Absolutely, a former Alabama defensive lineman children's um yes. <clears throat> One last thing for me, Coach, you know, when you talk about professional indoor football, this one thing that people need to know is it, it may not be outdoor football, but it's still real football. I mean, you guys, oh, you've got profe- you former something. professional and D1 guys out there.
3: Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, D1 guys out there, guys that have had stints with, NFL teams. But I will say this. I, I've, I've been blessed and fortunate enough to play I, I've, I've played a little NFL ball. I've played CFL ball. Uh, and I played arena football. Arena football is by far the most physical form of football that, that is to be played. I'm telling you that now. I I, I didn't even really get injured until I started playing arena football. I mean, you got excellent athletes that own a smaller field and put a wall on the side of it it's surrounding it and there's no way to not get hit like when you play on a big field 11 man football you, you got guys like i mean guys like Deion sanders that you know was, they, they were able to make a living basically without getting hit i mean that doesn't happen in, in arena football so it is definitely physical you definitely have great athletes out there um uh what's the kid's name one of my de- one of my defensive backs, uh, I call him Chopper. I give all my guys nicknames, so I, it, it helps me without, so I don't have to remember the names. But you know, we got kids. Uh, uh, what is his name? Jesus. I call him Chopper, but he's uh, he was you know on the Kansas City Chiefs radar for the practice roster last year, and he's done done a great job for us uh, this year. Uh, yeah, we did a great job for us last year, depending on him to be do the same thing this year, I mean, you got guys that that you know. With, with D1 guys and, and NFL guys out there. So it's definitely real football.
2: No question. Hopefully you were able to get your season started in late March, Coach, at the Williamson County Ag Expo Center. Music City Fire of the American Arena League going to be a lot of fun. If it gets started, Coach, I promise you, I will be there.
3: Whatever hey, it takes, you, you, I will be
2: in the stands. If it gets started
3: – you come there, and I got the first round. First round will be on me. Because I hey, think don't they sell at, at the huh? <laughs> Mo, don't they sell beer at the accent? Center?
0: I don't. If they don't I, sell it, we'll figure something out. <laughs>
3: okay, okay. Well, the first round. How do we do that? The first round's on me, guys. And and once we get that first home win, I'm lighting up a nice token right there in the X and I will take my <laughs> clean, or whatever it's gonna be. All right. <laughs>
0: Sounds good. Hey, um, Music City Fly head coach Joe Campbell, we appreciate you coming on with us on the Parks Motor Sale Hotline, Joe.
3: All right. Thanks for having me, guys.